0: Welcome to the Sense of Soul podcast. We are your hosts, Shannon and Mandy. Grab your coffee, open your mind, heart, and soul. It's time to awaken. Today on Sense of Soul, we have on Tom Palladino. He is on a personal mission to make a difference in the world by providing people with the education and tools to restore optimal health so that mankind can enhance their quality of life. After years of experimentation and modification, Tom has developed a technique using scalar energy that will transmute pathogens quickly and painlessly. Scalar energy is also known as the prana, the chi, the radiant energy, the zero point energy, which as our listeners know, is right up Sense of Soul's alley. We love talking about energy and we love talking about new healing modalities. Tom, welcome to Sense of Soul. We are so excited to have you.
1: Ladies, a pleasure to be here. Thank you for the invite.
2: Yes. You know, this was something so foreign to me when I first looked at it. But as soon as I saw Nikolai Tesla involved, I was like, oh, yes, I absolutely am so fascinated with the dude. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Likewise.
2: Yeah. And so let's get into this. First of all, have you always been fascinated with energy and how did you get interested in this sort of work
1: that was my peculiar adolescence yes i've always been interested in tesla was the luminaries that i wanted to emulate throughout my Mm -hmm. life so as a youngster i was reading about nikola tesla i know that's somewhat foreign to some people but as a youngster i understood tesla and i understood that he was working with scalar energy in the latter part of his career he was no longer working with electricity so tesla was one of my teachers and he, he remains one of my teachers.
0: Let's yeah, jump but- into it. What is scalar energy?
1: Scalar energy. It's sunlight, starlight. What I am working with is a different energy spectrum. It's not electricity or magnetism. So I always tell people there are two energy spectrums, two dimensions. We recognize the electromagnetic dimension. We work with electricity every day. There's another energy, scalar energy and other terms that would describe scalar energy would be ohm chi prana zero point energy some people call it ether energy others call it uh, longitudinal waves or torsion waves so for the sake of this conversation there's two energies we're going to concentrate on that other energy scalar energy and what it can do
2: so wait let me ask you this is it considered this along the same lines as universal energy that we're working with in reiki as well
1: Yeah, many people have healing hands, they can lay hands on you, or or some people can project that mentally. That's scalar energy. Yes. Okay. Perfect. It's non-physical. It's it's light from the stars. It's non-physical. It's not electricity, but it has such great potential because it's unlimited in its potential.
2: So this energy with intentions can be healing.
1: Yes. Yes. Because it's unlimited. What am I getting at? Scalar energy is an information system and it carries the information, the intelligence of the universe. So if something carries the intelligence of the universe, then it has unlimited intelligence. Hence, it has unlimited ability.
0: I liked on your website at the bottom, you have a little picture and you say that it's the divine's healing. Yes. Is that what you believe?
1: Yes, I do. I believe scalar energy is the essence of God. Now, remember, if if it's non-physical, then... What does that describe well it transcends material bodies which is spirit that's what i'm working with if i mm-hmm. say it's non-physical i mean that there's not an electron or a proton in scalar energy it's not a chemical so if this is non-physical essence then and, and if it pervades the universe then it's the creative strength of the universe wow
2: it's, it's So the essence how, of god
1: how,
2: okay the essence of God. So, you know, a lot of people get hung up with Reiki and religion. They're like, Oh no, that's Hoodoo voodoo stuff. And I'm like, right. no, it's not. It's just energy. We've been doing this forever.
1: <laughs> right. And, and Tesla proved that this spirit energy exists and I'm walking in his footsteps and I can validate his research and I can validate my research. We are working with energy that we can tap into. It's, it's an energy grid and it's everywhere. I do not create scalar energy. I simply tap into that pre-existing grid. So what is it? It's the divine intelligence of the universe. So if you're drilling for oil, that's an oil field. It's a limited oil field. Or if you're conducting electricity, that's a stream of electrons. To the contrary, when we're working in the scalar field, it's everywhere, it pre-exists. And all you have to do is access the star energy, yes. It's star energy and it's everywhere. So what does that mean? We don't need oil fields in in the future. We have stars for energy. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Can you please tell us, we're from Colorado. We have a lot of Colorado listeners. So how does Colorado Springs tie in? And I didn't even freaking know that Tesla lived here ever. I wonder if there's a museum or something up there. I would love to go see if there is.
1: In 1899, Tesla moved from New York City to Colorado Springs. He wanted to conduct scalar energy experiments in Colorado Springs, and he built a tower that was surmounted by a a copper ball. And during the summer of 1899, he was creating lightning bolts, scalar energy lightning bolts. He was able to harness scalar energy from the ambient atmosphere and those were the first scalar energy experiments that were of a public nature. A brilliant career. And in 1899, I think he he was the first man to ever have erected a scalar energy tower. Now, why would you do that? Well, that was wireless transmission. That's not electricity. If, if you look at the photographs from Colorado Springs, it's remote. You know, imagine in 1899 in Colorado yeah. Springs, and there were no telephone wires, there was no substation in that vicinity. So why did why would you move to Colorado and build a tower in 1899? It was a wireless transmission tower of scalar energy. Tesla was getting close to giving the world wireless energy, free energy of the stars.
0: And and I'm assuming probably the elevation had a little bit to do with it. Yes,
1: yes. He he was able to access in many ways that 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 what he would call rarefied air or sometimes he called it radiant energy. And it was also safe. He was in New York City. He did not want to produce lightning bolts in in his apartment building in New York (laughs) City.
2: Yeah, yeah. Even back then. Well, can you please tell us about the phenomenon that happened with the butterflies and the St. Elmo's fire? Yes. I mean, that's remarkable.
1: <laughs> yes. Good for you. Well, when Tessa was was experimenting in, in Colorado Springs, the butterflies in the vicinity of this tower developed a cocoon, so to speak, a, a light emanation that surrounded the butterflies. And that was like a, a miniature example of St. Elmo's fire. Well, In many scalar energy environments, you can see that, you can visually see that that aura or or that manifestation of scalar energy. And as the butterflies would fly about in the vicinity of his tower, they had this cocoon, they had this, if you will, this shroud of scalar energy around them. Now, we observed that, Tesla observed that with butterflies in Colorado Springs, but you also observed that many times by way of St. Elmo's fire, St. Elmo's fire is a scalar energy uh, manifestation many ships that are out at sea will be capacitors of scalar energy and many times you see that that ball of light many times it's green in color that ball of light that that emanation on the top of the mast of a ship or sometimes you'll even see that the collection of scalar energy on the top of a spire of, of a church or a monument if you will So those are examples of scalar energy coalescing and then manifesting to the visible, uh, visible site.
2: Oh my God. Thank you for explaining this. I I thought St. Emil's fire was Rob Lowe's like big hit when I was younger. (laughs) So that that
0: was beautiful.
2: I, I did not know I'm going to start looking at towers because I mean, I never even
0: noticed, but that's beautiful. You know, I'm sitting here thinking that Shanna and I live close to a very Sacred place. I mean, think about Colorado Springs. Now they're using it for the SpaceX. It's got um, the Garden of the Gods. I mean, then you're telling us the history about it now with Tesla, with I mean, Norad. I mean, Norad.
1: Sadly, that tower does not remain. I, I don't think. If we Went to Colorado Springs. I don't think any uh, laboratory, uh, whether it's in New York <laughs> or in Colorado Springs, remains. I understand the day he mm-hmm. died. The FBI seized his uh, laboratory notes and all of his experiments and all of his equipment. And they did that uh, ostensibly because they're they're intimidating, because if this technology gets out, it's a game changer. This this technology uh, disrupts the uh, technological landscape right now today. It's it's a game changer.
0: So let me ask you the copper ball. I know this is a, an odd question, but why copper? What is? How does copper
1: play into this? I myself use copper, and it seems to really um, form a scalar wave. It, it, that type of that type of metal really lends itself to what I we call the double helix. Scalar energy is a waveform. It's a double helix, and really? again, in many ways, I copied what Tesla has done. Tesla used a copper ball on his tower in Colorado Springs. My predecessor that I learned from Hieronymus was using a a copper uh, plate on one of his scalar energy instruments. So copper seems to be a a great uh, capacitor, if you will, for scalar energy and and something that will not only hold scalar energy, but will allow that double helix to, to maintain itself.
0: So that's so interesting because i talked to other near-death um, experiencers, I guess, or whatever you want to call them, like Eben Alexander, who's an amazing neuroscientist. And he talks about, a neurologist, sorry, he talks about how he saw copper as well. And it's interesting that both times that I crossed over into another dimension, I saw my younger brother and he had copper all around him too. So it must just have some really amazing healing yeah. energy if you
1: look at the periodic table it's it's in that same that mm-hmm. same vertical column as gold so it shares yeah. certain molecular properties in the, the, does the um scalar energy have a color um it it really is all colors if it's okay. light then it encompasses all colors and i believe if we ever went into a scalar energy environment we would see colors that we've never seen before
2: yeah, I have actually you know, did it, that the other night in a dream. Oh, oh, really? I was like, yeah, it flipped.
1: If you consider that we live in an electromagnetic spectrum and you, you have a narrow spectrum, and that spectrum is the visible eye spectrum. Right. Well, if we could ever see really ultraviolet light or, or beta waves, what would that look like? Right. Well, my yeah. point is the scalar dimension is unlimited, electromagnetic energy is limited. If you look at at the scalar energy dimension, another form of energy, it's unlimited. So I contend there would be an unlimited number of colors.
2: Colors, yeah. God. Yeah. Do you think that would have to do with the different frequencies within the scalar light?
1: Yeah, I, I would say that the, everything about scalar is unlimited because God is unlimited. And if, it, if this really is God's energy, God's light, it's unlimited colors, it's unlimited intelligence, it's unlimited harmonics or or octaves, unlimited sound. So if this really is divine energy, it's unlimited. And I say it is. What does the word scalar mean? The terms that we're using with scalar do not directly identify with electromagnetic terms. So you have a new science, scalar energy, that's separate from electrical engineering, electrical science. Scalar, in the context that we're using this, refers to a different dimension. The the term scalar, if you're using that in an electromagnetic sense, it it refers to something that that per se doesn't have a, a direction, it doesn't have a vector. But again, there's two different energies, so there's two different languages. Okay, so
2: when scalar energy is working on somebody, is it working on their ethereal body, their subtle body?
1: Yes, everything.
2: Everything.
1: Not only their spirit body, their ethereal body, but also their mind, their cognitive body, their emotions, their physical body. Now, this is what I've discovered. Everything that we've experienced in the electromagnetic spectrum, we experience in the scalar sure. spectrum. So whatever exists in the electromagnetic spectrum, electricity and magnetism, there is a, if you will, a tantamount Energy, scalar energy that has likewise an impact on their soul, mind, and body. My point is, your soul, mind, and body exist in the electromagnetic field, and your soul, mind, and body exist in the scalar field. They're two different dimensions and they're two different ways of looking at reality. Both are true. So the key is if you consider scalar energy, the apple, and electromagnetic energy, the orange, they're two different fruits. They're two different energies, and they both have distinct characteristics. They both exist. The apple exists. The orange exists. But the two are not one. They're distinct. We
2: don't really know what's going on when it comes to all of the different electrical forces that we can't see. We can't see it. It's not there.
1: But there's a lot
2: going
1: on. You're right. It's infinite. And, And there's no shame in that. A lot of people ask me questions, and I'm stumped. I say, I don't know. How could I? It has infinite possibilities. You know, we've yeah. just scratched the surface. True, but how are we gonna be affected,
2: you know, in the future? We don't know, I mean, with all this Wi-Fi around us.
1: It's a matter of, of scientific record. There are certain frequencies with electricity that are harmful inimical to our body, to our mind. And so we have to really take one issue at a time and look at 5G and, and yeah. identify what are the frequencies, there are multiple frequencies of 5G and if you're close to a 5G tower, is that going to hurt you physically, mentally? Will, will that impair your health? These are issues that have to be addressed. They're not being sufficiently addressed. You just can't right. put out new technology out there and, and say, yeah, it's fine. Nobody knows that. Why? Because there's no track record.
2: Right. There's no yeah. track.
1: There's no past. This is brand new. And if it's brand new. Well, then we don't know.
2: Yeah. is Are people studying this, though? Are people, you know, really? I mean, because I would, I just said to Mandy just like last week, I said, I think we need someone on here to talk about the five G and all of these EMFs that we're sleeping with. And it's let,
1: crazy. Let me say this. You've seen high tension wires. There are high tension wires throughout the country. And, and a lot of these high tension wires, they're there are certain ordinances that you're not to build right underneath the high tension wires for safety yeah. reasons, but also it's, it's believed that you should not be in the vicinity of a high tension wire. Okay. And I think there's merit to that. Some people have said that they live close to these high tension wires and it, it's hurt their health. They don't feel grounded or they, they feel brain fog, mental fog. And I think there's merit to that. I would not want to live underneath or close by high tension wires. I would not want to live close to a, say a substation. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to live in that electromagnetic environment where I'm exposed to so many frequencies. Yeah. So what is my point? You know, electricity, although it's a wonderful tool does have drawbacks and it can impair our health.
2: Yeah, and those towers keep getting thicker and bigger And bigger, I remember like this happened in our area. I'm like, holy shit, what the hell are they? I mean, they're 10 times bigger and thicker. And I'm just like, what is happening? No one talked about it.
1: 5G is an experiment. We've never done this before in mass. We've never done this before in large metropolitan cities. We don't know the outcome. Now I don't fault anybody, but the research is mm. not, has not been done because it's brand new. 5G yeah. rollout is brand new.
0: You say scalar energy is to human enhancement as photosynthesis is to plants.
1: Yes, let me preface my comments. My predecessor, a man by the name of Galen Hieronymus was able to grow plants with scalar energy. He put plants in his basement and he covered up the windows and he took a wire and he took that wire from a scalar energy device and he wired that into the plants. So the only source of energy that the plants had in the dark in his basement was a scalar energy instrument that wired and funneled scalar energy into his potted plants. And he was able to grow his plants (laughs) in the basement. In the dark, (laughs) how did that happen? Because the the real primal force behind photosynthesis is scalar energy. Scalar energy from the sun and the stars grew his plants. Now, scalar energy will degrade, will devolve into electricity and magnetism. And I'm sure that also happened in his basement. But that experiment in and of itself is an indication that photosynthesis is derived, is, is possible from scalar energy, which is the initial energy of the universe. In other words, if we did not have scalar energy and this is the primal force behind photosynthesis, then we would not have vegetation.
0: So is our pollution and our ozone and all the crap that we're doing going to affect the quality of this scalar energy and block it from being accessible?
1: No, nothing can impede scalar energy. Remember, okay. we're dealing with two different force fields, two different dimensions. Okay. The scalar energy and electricity are two different. They, they don't mix.
0: We, the only way we'd ever have a problem with not being able to access scalar energy is if we had no sun and no stars.
1: Very good. Very good. Now, okay. that, that explains order out of chaos. You've heard that expression so often. What gives the universe order? It's scalar energy, scalar instructions. So, when this scalar energy emanates from our stars, those are the instructions of the universe. What maintains the universe is star energy, star instructions. If you cut off all the stars, immediately the universe would collapse into chaos.
2: That's super amazing. So, how does a photo and your instrument give? Yeah. Scalar energy through okay.
1: distance. I'm going, to hold up. I'm going to hold up my folder, and I want to explain this very clearly. When I work with people, I work with people by way of a photograph. This is my photograph. I would actually take my photograph and place it in an instrument, a scalar energy instrument. Remember, I'm not working with electricity, so my photograph has my force field on it, or a scalar energy signature, and I don't. I never work with people or animals in the physical. I work with photographs of people and animals because your photograph has your energetic code or it has your energetic blueprint. And I access you not through the electromagnetic dimension, but through the scalar dimension. So I work with people around the world by way of their photograph. Okay. Okay.
2: So what is this instrument then?
1: It's a custom built instrument. I've uh, Over the years, I've st- Study Tesla in theory, and I, I worked with uh, the Hieronymus family that was actually producing scalar energy instruments back in the 50s and 60s. And I inherited this, this Hieronymus knowledge. So these are scalar energy instruments. They are unique as can be. I don't know of anybody else in the world that's continuing on with the work of Galen Hieronymus, who was my predecessor. So I survived um, these, these two scientists, Tesla and Hieronymus, and I think I'm the only one publicly demonstrating that I'm working with what I would consider to be functioning scalar energy instruments.
2: Okay. So you take the photo of someone. Do, you, it, do, do actual physical people do this or is this like an, on the computer somehow?
1: It's, it's all computerized. People will upload okay. photographs to us. And at the end of the day, I simply print those photographs and I actually take that printed paper and put it inside my instrument. So I am accessing the photographic dimension or the scalar energy dimension of a person. There are no in-person physical visits. I I work remotely by way of my laboratory. So a scalar energy instrument always works with a person's aura or their spirit body, that's what I'm working with, by way of their photograph.
0: Okay, I I have to go back to like, I'm picturing you starting out like um, in your basement, like. like, like a meth lab. I'm just kidding. Um, Like you're, you're down there, like just building random stuff with like, I mean, like, how did this come about and how did you, when was that aha moment where you were like, Oh my God, I did it. And do you have this patent?
1: I don't have a patent and I will not have a patent because I don't trust the federal government of the United States. I owe so much to this brilliant uh, man, Galen Hieronymus, my predecessor. He did have a U.S. patent. And at one time, Galen Hieronymus was working with the federal government of the United States when the government was more honest and more honorable. And Galen had a great deal of interest from the United States Army. Galen was able to locate, for instance, soldiers on a uh, theater of war, able to locate soldiers by way of their photograph. And the United States Army was very interested in that work. Oh, Galen was also able to demonstrate that he monitored the Apollo 11 astronauts when they were orbiting the moon. He monitored them by way of their oh, photograph, oh, and he God. presented that to NASA. I actually have that report to wow. NASA. My predecessor was working with the United States Army and NASA and the Food and Drug Administration because they saw the merit of this science and he was the only he was the only proponent of this work he was the the cutting edge scientist of his day you know it was just too much for the federal government to grasp it back in the 50s and 60s and he's deceased yeah. and i carry on his work but with the recent turn of events and i'll this is my opinion the federal government of the united states is just too corrupt today and and they've not approached me but they know what i'm doing they know what i'm doing well, okay they, so
2: they, tesla's been doing this since the late 1800s the guy that you got the actual instrument from and he's from like 50s 60s he was doing this
1: yes correct
2: and so this is not new it is rare right it's a rare technology that that people aren't speaking about which i believe definitely should be mainstream we should be talking about this Mm -hmm. i mean this is like some alien stuff you know like when they're talking about like where did you get this from
1: <laughs> sometimes this is referred to as forbidden technology and the and the reason yeah. why the powers that be forbid this is because it's a threat to their money and power.
0: Oh so do you have to like keep hopping around and moving?
1: <laughs> no. no, God God, God protects me, but you know just, just to fast forward this in the next five to ten years, this will come out into in to yeah. the public's knowledge and there's no stopping this. So the forbidden technology will not be forbidden much longer. and people will realize that that this suppressed technology was all orchestrated by evil people to, to mm. keep to hold us back to, yeah. to prevent mankind from flourishing. That's evil. You,
0: you know, I've always been a believer that God gave us everything we needed from the very beginning. At the, you know, the food from the ground. The, you're, we're talking about the energy from the stars and the sun. And yes. man, we have manipulated it yeah. and we have well, destroyed
1: why, it. Why would God give Tesla this wisdom? Why would God give my predecessor, Hieronymus, this wisdom? Why? What's the point? If it's no. a gift from God, why not use it? God yeah. has made this available, but the powers that be have stifled it.
0: Mm-hmm. So simple. Let's, let's talk about mankind's sufferings. What sufferings can the sun and the stars' energy heal? What can this scalar Every, energy everything, heal? Everything.
1: Everything. everything. And okay. the reason I say that if scalar energy is from God and hence its perfect intelligence, perfect instructions, then those perfect instructions can make our soul, mind, and body perfect.
2: Okay. The sun gives you vitamin D. The sun is so good for you. I mean, you know, it's not good for cancer. Colorado, we're pretty close to the sun. So you have to still wear sunscreen, but still, it is so amazing. If people don't have sun, I mean, we would die. (laughs) We would absolutely die, literally. And so, what is happening with the scalar energy? Is there some sort of amazing vitamins that people are finding that it's giving them, or what is happening?
1: I'll answer that question, but first, I have to preface it. I believe all energy initiates as scalar energy. And then the okay. subset of scalar energy are is electricity and magnetism. So when you're receiving sun energy, you go outside and you're the sun, you're receiving both scalar and electromagnetic mm-hmm. energy. Now, yeah. both of those, will download into your soul, mind, and body. And both of those have incredible biochemical processes. We, we just have scratched the surface with electromagnetic theory. Very little is known about how scalar energy affects the soul, mind, and body, but I can assure you it does. So my point is this, I prefer to use scalar energy exclusively because I think it's the safe energy. Mm-hmm. So the way I want to improve the soul, mind, and body is through scalar energy, which is perfect energy, perfect instructions. I do not want to work with electricity. So this is why I've, I've tailored, I've focused my career just with scalar energy. Does it have longstanding consequences for our soul, mind, and body? Yes. Are they positive? Yes.
2: Nice. Nice. So you break it down to like five steps of how, and, and, and thank you for that too, because- Um, that helped a little bit i know that mandy and i we both sent you our pictures Mm -hmm. and so then you took our picture and you put it into this instrument Mm -hmm. and we received daily Mm -hmm. an email from you very detailed about what was happening do you set different intentions or how do you know these different things are happening
1: on a daily basis (laughs) So a scalar energy instrument does what you tell it to do. So I'm gonna give you a for instance, if I wanted to say destroy um, or break down a, a specific pathogen, I would actually take that pathogen and place it inside the instrument. I would take a photograph of a pathogen and place it inside the instrument right next to your photograph. So we're only working with photographs now. So say a photograph of the herpes virus place right next to your photograph those two information fields merge they communicate would send information into your force field for the herpes virus to break down to negate
0: okay so let's use me for an example severe severe asthma you know I've had respiratory failure twice mm-hmm. would we have to take every single like picture of every single thing that I'm allergic
1: to or can we just I've done that. I I have over five, I have over half a million photographs of different types of allergens, chemicals, viruses, bacteria, fungi. So, on a daily basis, I place, so to speak, 500,000 photographs, magnified photographs of germs, allergens, toxins, pollutants in the instrument next to your photograph. So, that is a merging of information. Mm
0: -hmm. And in so
1: doing, the information, that informational downput by way of photographs of germs, allergens, toxins will merge into your force field as a person. Doing all of that by way of wow. photographs. So it's a sharing of energy and the transference of energy, the sharing of energy is in this, this quantum field. It's never been defined. You can't define a quantum field because right now we can't measure it per se. There is no way to, to actually measure the the intensity of a quantum field.
2: Okay. And you actually have case studies and test results that show that after a person has received this, mm-hmm. that that actual disease or germ or whatever is actually gone right, right, and not detected.
1: So I always respect the testimonies of people. And many people say that they have they feel better and they feel much better in many cases once I work with their photograph. But keep in mind, I'm working through a scalar dimension and people live in and they report to me in an electromagnetic dimension. So I what am I getting at? I can't prove that this is working in the electromagnetic dimension. I can prove it works in the scalar energy dimension. So I, that's very pertinent to understand. There are two yeah. different dimensions and I only work in the scalar dimension. So what am I getting at? apparently people have a scalar dimension their soul mind and body and i am having a favorable impact on their soul mind and body in this scalar dimension but if you will medical science and newtonian physics only considers electromagnetic theory mm-hmm. so i i'm not it's not a play on words here i work mm-hmm. in the scalar dimension i don't work in the electromagnetic dimension
2: is there any way to measure scalar energy like we do with electro
1: not yet there's not a there's not what i would consider an objective measuring gauge um now
2: yeah because you're still using the electro energy right
1: exactly in in other words if you put an oscilloscope to a scalar instrument the oscilloscope would not register because the oscilloscope is designed for electromagnetic uh, current so i have not developed a meter a gauge to to uh, measure this energy It's going to be entirely different type of instrumentation just to measure it. Mm -hmm. So scalar energy is the omnipresence of God. How do you measure the omnipresence of God?
2: I don't know, but I think Tesla, he was probably like trying to figure that
1: out. He may (laughs) have, he may have. And you know, this this is to, to our detriment. We should have really gravitated to what Tesla was doing and paid attention and helped him. One of the lessons that I want people to learn is Scalar energy is from the stars. It's its everywhere. It's from God. Why not just tap into it? I think a great way of tapping into scalar energy is through positive thinking or praying. So I, I believe a, a prayer or a positive thought is a scalar energy positive thought or is a scalar energy prayer. Praying. Right,
2: that's why it's lasted forever, prayer. Yes. There's, there's something powerful within it.
1: Yes, yes. Why would people pray if it wasn't effective? It is effective because it's scalar energy in motion. When you pray, you are praying a scalar wave. Okay. Mm.
2: So do you wow. believe in distance Reiki then? When, I, believe, you know. I
1: believe in any type of distant communication in a scalar energy paradigm. Because, because it has scalar, no distance. Yes, exactly. With the scalar energy, it transcends time and space. There is no point A and point B. Everything is one point. And that's why when I work with a person's photograph, it they are present. They are present. Their aura, their spirit body is present inside my instrument because you cannot separate the spirit. The spirit is one. So when I'm working with a photograph, I capture a person's uh, uh, Christ essence. I capture their God essence.
2: So So, so then there's no time either.
1: There is no no time time. space. Exactly. (laughs) In a scalar energy environment, there's one time, the present moment. The expression, I am, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. I am, God. When God the Father said, I am. That's the present moment, present moment. Okay. because he's not subject to time. I am. Wow. And
0: the oneness, that we're all connected by energy. So when right. you are placing one person's photo into that instrument, that yes. healing of that one person is causing a ripple effect to help others around the entire world.
1: Yes, yes. you see, this is the multiplier effect. And this is this is what the powers that be. They don't want you to realize that. This is the game changer. okay? If one person could do this, then one person can affect a thousand, 10,000 people. and those 10,000 people then will in an advantageous fashion affect a million people. It, it multiplies. And it's the game changer. Wow,
0: okay. So let's go back to testimonials. I know you like to keep pe- people's um, testimonies, you know, confidential, yes. but you did list some benefits. Some of the benefits were sound and deeper sleep, a calming effect, increased energy and vitality, improved mental clarity, decreased inflammation, improvement in skin conditions, and so much other. I will say As I'm sitting here looking at my beautiful tan I got in Florida, my skin is clear for the first time in months. I mean, it was so bad before I started doing this. Now I'm going to talk about what I experienced and I would like for you to tell me if this is normal. I almost felt like I was going through a detox process at one point, very nauseous. So Three of us did this, Shanna, myself, and our friend, Ellen, and my son, Connor. Now, Connor, he's young and he's an athlete, and he's like, "Well, I did pitch my best game." <laughs> that was his feedback. <laughs> but all three of us felt a little nauseous for numerous mornings. What else, Shanna? Headaches a couple days. This was all at the very beginning. Yeah, I've I mean, been journaling
2: throughout, so I kind of have a list. Okay, go for it. Yeah. So during, so I like I said, I was on my, I'm on my 24th day. And I feel definitely that I've been more present with my body. And that's why I think that I've noticed the pain. Okay. I've also had a very major realization during this time. I think that I might've shared on a previous podcast, but it was pretty major. It was like a huge breakthrough. I've had very crazy dreams and I felt the desire to start tracking my dreams because some of them were just so amazing. And like I said, had a lot to do with light. So like that I was working with rainbow light in my dreams and stuff like that. It was just, you know, and I was like, what is that? That's amazing. And I, so I started to do a lot of dream journaling throughout this. I did too feel like I was going through like a detox, but I, here's the thing is that I wonder if my body feels like that often, Mm -hmm. the nauseous, And, you know, the stuffiness and stuff like this, but yet I'm too busy or not present enough with my body to be able to recognize it. So that's kind of like what I've been thinking is that I've been a lot more alert and present with my body. However, I have been, like I said, I've been really struggling since I've had COVID, not having sense of smell, sense of taste and having a lot of brain fog. It's very frustrating because I'm like, did I get brain damage or something from COVID? I really worry about COVID overall for humanity because not just is it killing older people, but I what is this brain fog? What is this like neurological damage that a lot of people are talking about? Yeah,
1: yeah. We don't know. You know, COVID 19 is a novel virus. I I believe it's man made and I believe that we're still learning about this. You know, we and anybody who's who claims that they have the answers to all of these problems, they're wrong. It's a brand new infection, so we don't know the downstream effect. We don't know the long-term disadvantages of being infected with the COVID nineteen virus. I would hope that people would be very open-minded and to look at this and, and to be very honest with themselves and say we have to understand what the long-term consequences are. I've heard many people have said that their their sense of smell has been compromised for months. And some people say they've never fully recovered their sense of smell. That's new to me. That's novel to me. I don't dispute that. But the, the point I'm making is that's one of the consequences. That, that's one of the, the, the results of being infected with COVID-19. That, that symptomology has to be acknowledged. How do we address that in the future? I don't know. This, hmm. this is a new virus that presents hmm. new symptomology.
0: So I was going to just share, I did feel like extreme calmness and I felt probably for the first time ever in my entire life, so calm that I was like, had a lack of words. Like I didn't feel like I wanted to speak. I just wanted to sit back and kind of take life in. Like we went to Florida and airports usually give me severe anxiety. I didn't have any anxiety. You know, when I have lots of flights to catch, I usually don't sleep well. I was calm. Even my daughter said, you know, the energy between you and dad just seems really calm right now. And because we're going through kind of a rough spot, like just a sense of calmness. I also had low asthma symptoms. I have to log my asthma for my doctors on a Mm -hmm. weekly basis. And I had no asthma symptoms at all. Really? No, none at all. I didn't use my inhaler one single time.
1: When was the last time you did not have any asthma markers?
0: Oh, God. Um, for this long of a period... oh gosh, probably probably right out of my ICU event in 2013, and that's because I was on such high steroids. <laughs> yeah. So wow. years. years, otherwise, never. I've had it since I was born. Um, wow. I haven't used my inhaler one time, and I will say. My doctor won't be happy with this, but I didn't use my preventative inhaler either. And I, I usually take Zyrtec twice a day. And I also take a medicine called monoleucus. and I haven't taken that either. Mm -hmm. I haven't taken any of the medications from my asthma doctor at all. Whoa. Yeah.
2: We need to send that to Drew then. We have to do this for my son then. I I know that one thing is I have been sleeping better and Mandy can tell you, like, I don't usually require a lot of sleep. Like I'm good to go. Just give me a few hours. I'm good to go. Not only have I been getting good sleep. And like I told you, started dreaming and recording that, but wanting to sleep, which is not something that Shanna ever wants to do.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I also feel like I've lost water weight in my stomach area and my face. I, I just feel like I get flushed, like something in my system was flushed. So that's my feedback. I'm curious, Tom, have you had other people say that they've had like this detox
1: feeling at first? Yes, yes. Okay. Because we're working through their photograph. Yes, that does have an energetic hold and it has an energetic presence. And yes, that some people have said that they felt, for lack of better word, a detox in an energetic sense because remember i'm not working yeah. with chemicals i'm not working with physical reality so it does appear to be a a detox spiritually or an emotional detox yeah
0: okay but i definitely had some releases some very profound big energy releases a, a lot of crying and i'm not a crier I am going through a difficult time right now, but this felt different. It felt more graceful, and like I allowed it to happen without having to yeah. think about allowing it to happen. This makes so much sense, Mandy, because she has just had this
2: very strange strength about her. In the same though, a strength with a lot of peace behind it. it I've never actually seen that, and i, I mean just my best friend. I've known her forever, and so. I wonder if this has to do with the scalar energy. We've been saying this all along because this is the scalar energy.
1: Many people report that their dream state is enhanced. Why? Because when we're working with your photograph, it energetically downloads into you. And what do I mean? Well, it balances your meridians or seven meridians or seven chakras. There are seven chakras, they're composed of scalar energy. So a scalar energy instrument has a direct interface with your seven chakras, as well as your brain waves, etc. So many people say that they sleep a very sound and uninterrupted sleep. Some people say their dream state is enhanced. I've heard from some people what we call the pathogenic cleanse, the ability we can negate the molecular bonds of, of a pathogen. Now remember, we're working with energy intelligence so we don't work with a a physical pathogen we work with their energetic hold there's an energetic intelligence and we negate that energetic intelligence of a pathogen and what does that do well many people say that their asthma improves or their skin condition because they no longer have that presence of pathogens
2: Wow. Okay. So when I do a distance Reiki with people, you know, I'm calling them up and like play this music and I'm going to do my thing and then we're done. I'll send you an email and it's gone. I get the email from you, you know, like three o'clock in the morning or whatever, what my day's going to be, or I don't know what time it is, but I get it before I even wake up, which is really nice too, because then I wake up to it. I see what day I'm on. So we're doing a 30 day one. So each day has a different thing that it's specifically healing and working on.
1: Yes to that because Healing is an ongoing process. Mm -hmm. And every day we're taking in the sun energy, God's energy. And every day we improve, we repair. Mm -hmm. We have another aspect I haven't approached yet. We have the nutrient therapy. What do I mean? Energetically, I download micronutrients into your force field or into your photograph. And that is going to help you to repair. Because now you're finally getting um, nutrition at the energetic cellular level.
0: And I don't have to do
2: anything different in
0: my life.
1: Correct. Correct. I loved no, on your
0: Instagram, it, the picture of the dog that had like some sort
1: of bacteria
0: yes. or something on his nose and it showed how it got better.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. Now that's a great example because dogs there's, they're not capable of auto-suggestion. They don't know they're being yeah. treated okay. with scalar. and somebody took a photograph of the dog and the dog had bacterial infection on its face and over the course of a week, that bacterial infection was was eradicated. Now, again, working by way of a photograph of a dog, there are no in-person sessions. So that goes to prove that there's an energetic composition on a photograph that that allows me to capture or at least make communication by way of this energy.
2: So I'm going to be honest, like my stomach still feels nauseous um, and you know, I keep on thinking maybe I need to go to the doctor. And it started right around the time
1: that we started. Sure. So what I would suggest after the 30 days that, that you signed up for, wait a month or two. Don't proceed anymore with any more sessions and see and how see you if it goes away. Okay. Yeah, See if there's a way. Yeah. See if there's a comparison Right. while you're on scalar when you're off scalar.
2: Okay. So what I usually, you know, have seen just through experience of energy work, if you we do a session and something is consistently calling your attention that isn't a bad thing that is actually a very good thing there could be something going on there and so this is your body's way of connecting with your mind and soul and saying hey listen there's something here that needs to be taken care of i'm going to keep freaking giving you this pain until you give me attention
1: yeah, And that's the way I look at it. What is scalar energy? It's, it's a way of the body, mind, soul can now interact with this intelligence. And if you do have a symptom, mm-hmm. symptoms should not be swept underneath the rug. The symptoms exactly. should be acknowledged because that's a sign, that's a signal. I agree.
0: Have you heard of the Akashic Records?
1: Yes, that's what scalar energy is. The Akashic Records are, are the archive of the universe. And how do you archive information through scalar energy? It's the library of the universe.
0: You know, when I was younger, I just was not awakened at all. I could have cared less about science and stars and sun. I was just naive and took everything for granted. Um, I will say that recently I've been studying a lot of different things and I'm so intrigued by viruses and how they can, the intelligence of them and blows my mind. So for us not to think that there is this godly intelligence out there that we can tap into to heal ourselves is absolutely just naive and
1: absurd. Like I was when I was young. (laughs) If if you look at any life form or anything in the universe, it's very complex when you really get down to the minutiae and what gives everything its instructions. It's scalar energy. Scalar energy are the, what I say are the architectural blueprints of everything Mm -hmm. before god built the universe he had the blueprints he had the plan the plan is scalar energy that's the motif that's the design so it all starts with intelligence and the intelligence of the universe scalar energy creates the universe without that intelligence the universe would quickly devolve to chaos
0: do
2: you ever put a picture of the earth on your instrument
1: yes yes i do i mm-hmm. on a daily basis i have a satellite view of the earth and i treat the earth every day
0: oh i love that yeah. oh my god i lo- that almost makes me want to cry just like in my head trying to picture this <clears throat> instrument and like these mounds of photos like how do you have enough room to stick them all under there
1: <laughs> uh, we miniaturize the photographs okay they don't have to be large photographs. And, and you could, you know, here's a for instance. This this is a collage that was sent to me from Cameroon, Africa.
0: Ah. Oh, wow. that's prize. amazing.
2: Yeah. That's beautiful. And so
1: I could easily on any given day fit, say, photographs of 10 million people in the instrument.
2: Mm-hmm. So what do what do people usually do? Mandy and I did 30 day sessions and you offer on your website a free. 15-day trial, which is so generous and amazing. I think every single listener, why wouldn't you? Get online right now, yep. scalarlight.com. Get that free trial. But what does a typical person get? Like, what is the packages that you offer?
1: We always ask people to start with the standardized session. And that's what you gals started off with, the standardized session, which is chakra balancing, the the, uh, the germ negation, and, and the micronutrient assembly. All of this again is done energetically through your photograph. It's a new science. It's never been done before. So you have to really experience this. That's why we offer everybody 15 days of free sessions. You know, don't look, don't look for scientific work out there to either substantiate or debunk what I've done. There's nobody with my instrument. There's nobody who can do what I can do. There, I, I don't have any contemporary scientists that can either prove or disprove what I'm doing. So with that in mind, we start with a 15-day free session. Try it. If you feel better, then maybe it worked for you. Other than that, what I'm doing cannot be proven by electromagnetic theory. Mm -hmm. Most of the scientists today work with Newtonian physics, electromagnetic theory. It cannot prove or disprove what I'm doing.
2: Right. Just like God cannot be proven or disproven either. Correct. I mean,
0: it's, you know, all in the same. Correct. <laughs> well, I don't know. I kind of proved it. I died a couple of times and hung out in that, in that space. <laughs> yeah. Your personal experience. And that's what I've been saying forever.
2: It's like, don't knock <laughs> it until you actually experience yes. it. And I would suggest, don't believe it until you experience it for yourself.
1: Yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah. Yep. Be open-minded. Thank
2: you.
0: Tom, what is your hope
1: for yeah. this energy? Yeah, in reference to my career, the whole point of this is to share the gift from God. I, I would like to heal the world. Ideally, mm-hmm. I'd like to heal the world for free. I have, I have the means, the financial means to, to work with everybody and treat everybody's photograph for free. That's the point of technology. It's a gift from God and it should be shared. I'm trying to share this and slowly the word is getting out and and eventually people will understand what I'm doing. But it's a new technology and and most people have never heard of it. So it it takes time to educate people. What do I want to do? I want Mm -hmm. to heal the world. I thank you too for this platform to help me educate the world. First comes the education, then comes the broad scale support.
2: I thank you for wanting to share with the world. I think that's beautiful. We need more people who are willing to share what. They see works in the world. I mean, why I, I keep it for yourself? I'm so glad that you're the predecessor.
1: Hi- Hieronymus. Hieronymus. What a yeah. Cool name. Yeah, Galen, Galen and Sarah Hieronymus. I never met him. I only met his wife. But oh, by okay. the time I got on the scene, he was deceased. So his wife more or less just passed on the laboratory to me.
0: It sounds like like a Greek god or some sort, Hieronymus.
1: <laughs> you know, it, it's from the. Uh, you're right. <laughs> it's derived from the term hierophant, which is high priest.
0: Ah, wow. Yeah, I know. It does sound very special. And I love that you said on here today that technology was a gift from God. And so you're taking that technology and you're using it in a positive way. How age of Aquarius is this? Yeah. Tom, thank you for putting your life work into trying to heal others. That's beautiful in itself. And your intention behind your work is is beautiful.
1: Thank you. That's the key. I'm a humanitarian. I am a Christian. I want to help people. I want to see the world get to the point where we can address disease, where we can make improvement in our lives. And that's the whole point here making a difference, a positive impact.
0: And now it's time for break that shit down.
1: Last year was a tough year. Let's come together. Let's let's start solving problems. There's too much fighting. Let's start solving problems. United we can we can make great progress. Let's be united. Agree.
2: Can you let everybody know, just once again, your website, what you're offering, where they can go?
1: Scalarlight.com, S-C-A-L-A-R, scalarlight.com. Visit the homepage. Anybody in the world can sign up for 15 days of free sessions. Remember, you're going to email me your photograph. You can send in photographs of your entire family, include your pets. You, we wanna improve the health and welfare of your pets likewise. Do you ever use
0: the actual instrument like
1: on yourself? Oh, all the time. Yeah. All the time.
0: Awesome. I just want to dive into it even more. I, I want to just learn, 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 learn. So thank you for letting us be your students today.
1: Thank you for this <laughs> opportunity. I enjoyed myself. Thank, thank
0: you so much.
1: All right, ladies. Good job. All right.
2: Many of our listeners have asked how they can support Sense of Soul podcast. You can now buy Mandy and I a cup of coffee by going to www.mysenseofsoul.com and go to the coffee fund. You can also take one of our many workshops or classes online. We love to meet our listeners and work with them.